right, mate? All right, mate? That's weird, isn't it? Yeah, it's fine. I mean, it's not like we haven't spoke to each other in ages, but it's a long time no. since we've spoke in an audience with you guys. I know. It's been the a... blessed listeners of the Babblement who put up with our bullshit and our <laughs> forgetting to record and are not recording out of spite. <laughs> Well, like you guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, we did receive an email. Did we? From a listener. One. <laughs> oh, no, we were inundated, but this just happens to be the one that I've chosen, obviously. Oh, okay. Just the one that you have received in your yeah. inbox. Um, okay. And it was fairly short, and it was from a listener on the continent of Africa. Okay. Which was quite exciting. Because we are, we are worldwide. We are. We're, we're like Pitbull. Um, <laughs> Prestige. He, he, he is Mr. Worldwide, isn't he? <laughs> I think so. I haven't really kept up with. Uh, I that's think one, so. Since we've been gone, that's one of the things I haven't kept up with. One is, of his official uh, monikers. The trials and tribulations of uh, Pitbull. Pitbull. <laughs> yeah. Um, God, what, what did Mr. Worldwide say? So <laughs> Mr. Worldwide emailed us and said uh, this, and I'll read it verbatim. Okay. So he said, babblement, with a space and three exclamation points. <laughs> and then I like it already. a couple of spaces underneath, you know, clicked return a couple of times and say, mm-hmm. and said, why you no record? <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then another, hit the enter key again. You help to learn English. God. <laughs> One. Why the hell are you learning English from us? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Two, by the sounds of it, not we're not very doing well. a very good job <laughs> of it. Clearly, <laughs> if that's if, but um, this. No, uh, thank you, obviously. Yeah, thank Jesus you for your Christ. email. We're we're back, Jason. Uh, I don't know if that's a, your real name, but I don't <laughs> know. Now. Yeah, Jason. Thank you so much for emailing in. We hope you're safe and well on the continent of Africa. Um, the big thing that I wanted to bring up uh, to you, actually, Lee. Um, mm. And we kind of have to inform the listeners that um, you've grown a beard. <laughs> so after this is the big news, after five weeks or whatever it is of not recording, yeah, no, sorry, it's, it's after thirty-six years of not being able to grow a beard. <laughs> all of I'm a sudden, after so, thirty-six years of trying, so listeners, I have a beard. Lee sent me a picture. Um, he said, "He said to me, oh yeah, I've grown a beard.'" Obviously, I was sceptical because Lee's never <laughs> been able to grow a beard. And he sent me a picture which baffled me so much that I, that my first reaction was, this is an app which places a beard on someone. And then he sent me another photo which verified that the beard is real. So, I mean, how the fuck have you grown a beard for the first time when you're in your mid-30s? How has that happened? Honestly, I have no idea. I don't know if it's just like age rage where I've forced a beard. Like the follicles activated after a certain point of misery. I don't know if it was like unlocking like a secret compartment to a house or something where you just keep hitting the books. and You discover all of a sudden that you've got like a basement that you didn't know about. Yeah, exactly. So I've kind of done that. I've just sort of, I've hit on some magic form. But the thing is, I can say this now that you have a beard, but your facial hair in in the years that we've been friends has been, you know, a joke, really. 
Do you know what I mean? It's been a joke. And I've and as far as facial you know, hair goes, I yes. I could grow a beard at like fourteen. I've I've always been facially follically gifted. Um, yeah. And you you can you know you'd have a little bit of a you know chin whiskers and those kinds of things. Yeah. But nothing yeah. else. And then all of a sudden, it was just like. It's it's giant haystacks. Like what the fuck? <laughs> You've gone from zero Amazing to sixty reference. in yes. six seconds. I have, and I've got a twiggly moustache again, but this time accompanied with full bulbous man beard. Which it's is really, honestly, man, I, it's the biggest shock that I've had in a really <laughs> long time. Because obviously, listeners, Lee and I haven't actually seen each other for about a year and a half in, in actual facial terms. No. Yeah, like the old photo here and there. Yeah, but we've not actually not seen same. each other. And and honestly, that completely rocked my world. <laughs> so have you been doing anything other than harnessing a, a beard? Um, I prayed to Odin. <laughs> Clearly, it I worked. rubbed um, oxen manure on my face. I basically tried to summon the inner Viking in all the ways I could. Ma- no, nothing. Literally nothing. No. I just don't, I didn't shave. And for some reason, this time of not shaving, instead of it growing how it normally does, which is akin to pubis on my face, um, it's it's gone. Do you know what, lads? Let's all link together. Join arms. Join hands. And make a love train on my face and it's turned into a beard well i want Amazing. to see i've got a suggestion i don't know if you'll go for it but i've got a suggestion <laughs> i say that we conduct a protest and that protest <laughs> is that you and i will not shave our faces from this moment so we are recording on the uh, 9th of august right that we do not shave until 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 um i don't know <laughs> um, I'm not going to lie this is tailing off slightly the world gets back to normal oh so never again then just yeah, that's, that's why I had to I'm stop myself. Or maybe we should have like a contest then. Let's not make a protest because fuck it. Um, who can go the longest without shaving? Oh man, you'll win. I, I'm at the end of my tether already. Like, Are you I, really? I, I almost definitely want it gone, like now. Oh, I, the only reason I haven't is because it's taken me that long to grow one. I'm afraid that if I shave it off, it will never come back. Like, it'll be done. But, oh, shaving it'll me be, off. Like, it'll oh, be man. like the hair on my head. Once I <laughs> started shaving my head, it, my hair was just like, what's the point then? <laughs> and as I've said on a previous part, I've had such terrible haircuts. The hair was just like, if you're going to do this, then we're not going to grow it back then. <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's, like it's, a scolding mother. Yeah, it's not going to happen. Okay, well, listeners, I tried to get a beard pact going with Lee. But my fear is that he's going to bail and end up looking like Craig David. So he's just going to have Bearded that really thin chin beard. <laughs> and that's going to be the end of it. So the Beard Brothers lasted about 14 seconds. There we go. <laughs> Episode 70. Episode 70. <laughs> 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 Claxon. <laughs> <laughs>
That's what he's got a new do. button. Yeah, he's got, got a new button. No, I've rearranged all the buttons, mate. Got rid of all the dead weight. So, seven weeks of non-release for the listeners here. They are suffering from blue, blue balls. balls. Yes. In the, in the most We've still got way. it. We're still we're still perfect <laughs> synergy. <laughs> so, I, I started to worry because mm. we hadn't released. I thought maybe some people won't be able to, you know, handle the fact that the Babelman hasn't released. So maybe they're just going to end it all. Um, which obviously we wouldn't want you to do. But if you were, I found a really good way to do it. So, okay. the euthanasia coaster. <laughs> we're back. <laughs> essentially, a roller coaster with 10 helix corkscrew turns in it, which right. will make your body experience approximately 75 Gs. Now, as we all know, because we're all science bearing humans, the average human body will basically stop working at around 10 Gs sustained. And what this is, is about three and a half minutes of, well, seven times that. Guaranteed to murder you. It's only a concept at the moment, of course. Right. Um, and my question to you, Ryan, mm. um, if you were to go on a euthanasia coaster, would you want it to roll around to a finish at the end so that your body could be reclaimed and therefore you could be buried and celebrated in death after your, your passing? Yeah. Or... Would you want it to end on a cut track aiming out to sea and just sail that shit off into the horizon? <laughs> I mean, I'll level with you. Um, I sometimes, when I'm walking, just sort of fall um, because what? I'm dyspraxic and my coordination is terrible. Um, right. so I don't think I can handle any G's. I, <laughs> the other night it was really windy. Um, and I live on the first floor and live right opposite the sea basically. So the wind was terrible and I went outside to hear, cause I could hear a really loud noise. <laughs> basically I, I was an old man. I was in my dressing gown <laughs> and my slippers and I was like, what is that noise? It's like half past 10. And I went onto the balcony, not realizing that under my dressing gown, I was, you know, as naked as the day I was born and right. a gust of wind went underneath my dressing gown and exposed <laughs> myself to the world. I mean, there was no one there. Um, and that, th I had to come in and sit down to recover from it. <laughs> that's how um, That's how little <laughs> Gs that I can handle. The thing is with roller coasters, like, I, I can't, I don't see the point in it. Like the experience that I feel when I do it is not worth it. And I don't no? understand. No, I don't really understand that. That because I know that obviously some people do have that sort of obsession with mm. uh, roller coasters and rides and things like that. I mean, we all know the one and only time I went on a ghost ride, I shouted "fuck you, bitch" to a ghost <laughs> that came out and scared me whilst yeah. I was on a date. So you know, I am. I have a little bit of a nervous disposition anyway. <laughs> um, so any kind of G's would would be a problem to me but you know what because we are in such perfect synergy lee i'm gonna send you a video i've okay. been holding on to this video for about three months well in fact <laughs> i've been holding on to it since the last time we recorded so perhaps not quite that and um, i'll give you some context yeah. as to what the video is so i'm gonna send it now but i don't want you to watch it yet okay. right okay so this i was 
you know, we've I finished for the summer because I'm a teacher and I get time off, as you know. Yeah. And just before we finished, I was having a chat with some students and um, they were, they obviously mm-hmm. don't know that I record a podcast because God forbid any of them listen to it until they finish. Um, <laughs> right. <but laughs> I was telling, they were talking about celebrities that they irrationally hated. And okay. I, I just yeah. happened to be in the vicinity. And one of them said to me, oh, are there any celebrities that you hate? Um, And (laughs) I said, well, you know what? There's a couple, one in particular that I find quite frustrating. And I gave them the name of the person. And one of the students in my class just looked at me and I thought, oh, God, she obviously really likes this person. And she said, oh, my God, did you see, and I'll withhold the name for a second, on Bear Grylls? And I said, no, I don't like, I don't watch Bear Grylls. I don't particularly like Bear Grylls. He'd probably be a celebrity that I, I dislike. Would be on the list. Yeah. <laughs> and she said to me, um, oh, well, let me show you this video. And she showed me the video that I have just sent you. Now, listeners, right. you won't be surprised that the celebrity in question is none other than Mr. Warwick Davis. Of course. And Warwick Davis was on Bear Grylls. And the video is a clip from Warwick Davis trying to do something as part of this TV show. Now, Lee, I want you to watch it and explain to the listeners what it is that you see. All right. So let's let's get this loaded up then. So we have (laughs) Warwick crossing... A waterfall. Can you hear the two... sound of the video? Yes. Good. <laughs> he's on two two wires, one above his head, one on his feet, and he's basically just <laughs> got to walk a tightrope with a guy. <laughs> I'm watching it again. Ooh, he's making some weird noises and shit. He's basically, <laughs> he's basically just. At the will of these two wires entirely. <laughs> entirely. <laughs> you know, like on a windy day when a flag goes up a pole, it just rattles yeah. around. That's what he looks like. Oh my God. Do you know what's mad? Like, before I came out to do this recording, we turned on the telly just, just before we put on like Netflix or whatever. And like the, the channel that the TV decided to go to, you know, it turns on, it's always on a random channel. Yeah. It was on like Challenge or something like that. And who did we see? Presenting Tenable, oh, Warwick yeah. Davis. Honestly, <laughs> he gets in everywhere. The ghost of Warwick. So, <laughs> listeners, I will because I always say this, but we're turning over a new leaf. We're back now. Um, yeah. we, you know, we're we're back. We're, we're again, full throttle. Again, with masters. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> on on the Instagram and Twitter at Babblement Pod, I will post the video at the second that this episode airs so you can witness Warwick Davis on a tightrope with one above his head flapping around over some water making some peculiar noises it's one of the greatest things I've ever seen in my entire life that is funny and if, yeah, we're, I love it. if we're not here for that what the fuck are we here for Liz? what is our purpose what is our purpose <laughs> fuck off you little prick <laughs>
coming live once again into your ear canals from our throat canals in some sort of synergy transaction. It's Seagull News! Now, although I don't have much... I don't have much, but I know, but I, know I love you. I know I fucking hate seagulls. Yeah, me too. So there's been two instances of seagull interaction being brought into my realm of relativity. So the first mm. one, listen to podcasts quite often now. Don't make them anymore, presumably. <laughs> but I do listen to them. And I was listening to Bill Burr because I bloody well like Bill Burr's podcast. Me too. But I fear... He's doing a bit of a Joe Rogan on us. Okay. Because he started talking about seagulls. Right. And he started basically just repeating what we've said before. Yeah. Now, Bill, I understand that you're listening. Bill, if you're listening. <laughs> no, I understand that he's probably listening to yeah, our Yeah, right. Because I know he's got his little podcast. Yeah. And he probably wants to, you know, learn how to zhuzh it up a bit. Well, he, well Lee, 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 he wants what? a captive audience of listeners in Africa. That's why he's listening to us. He's, he's we've just got at to... least one called Jason who was, he's learning English via the babblement, so. Disaster, disaster. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we can't even talk it, let nah, alone teach someone else. Nah. So, yeah, just, if you are listening, Bill, if you, wanna, if you want some pointers, if you want some content hints, just, just reach out, man. Just yeah, reach out. Yeah. The other seagull news. Yeah, because I mean that is... really wasn't seagull news. That was just moaning about arrival, po- arrival, yeah. arrival podcast. Arrival. As if we're in the we same categories, millions of downloads every day. Yeah, go listen uh, to Bill William Burr. Burr. William yeah, Burr. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But did you see that Banksy has struck us? I have. In yeah, I did. See Norfolk. That. Mm. He's he's in Norfolk, Great Yarmouth, up, up there. Is that the accent? No. No, Great Yarmouth's west, isn't it? No, east. Oh, fucking hell. I don't know. Jo- I'm terrible at geography. It's, uh, it's oh, is Alan it? Park. Northland. Northland. Oh, oh, Jurassic Park. Exactly. Right. So he's, he's done his normal Banksy stuff, but a lot of people started basically touting any image on a wall to be Banksy. You know, you know how any street artist anywhere or anyone with a paint can in their hand gets asked, are you Banksy? By the nearest old person. Well, <laughs> it seems like the, any art piece is now Banksy's. Right. They were like, look, this is Banksy's. And what I was bequeathed with was a 30 by 30 foot image of a fucking seagull on the side of someone's house. Right. And the only reason they put it there is because there's a skip underneath it. Yeah. Now, I don't want to give the wrong impression to the seagulls, Ryan. Why are we giving them homage at the gable end of a house in the form of a mural? As if we're worshipping the seagull. Yeah. Well, I saw some twat on YouTube who's made a fucking living out of feeding one, calling it his pet seagull. What do you mean pet seagull? We don't want him as pets. But you see, Fuck how? Up. hang on, hang on. You're missing the point, man. How do you know that that big seagull mural wasn't patent, painted by a seagull? <gasps> they could have evolved into kind of ambidextrous beings. All you need is a tin of paint and a couple of brushes. Exactly, it's that easy. The thing is, man, right, this is what makes, this is what's so bonkers about this whole kind of podcast nonsense. The amount of times that we get contacted by people sending us seagull-related things, like that, above all else, is what we get from people. Like two, what we're known for. Like two separate things occurred in the last seven weeks since we've recorded. And... Mm. 
I received both of them about 40 times from various people. Did you see this getting <laughs> tagged in it? Did you see this? And one of them was a picture of a seagull eating a pigeon. Yeah, I saw that one. Yeah, and the <laughs> other one was another seagull going into the co-op and nicking a sandwich. Yeah, there's been a rise in that. I was telling people weeks Do you and know weeks what I mean? ago. So maybe we've we've looked beyond, you know, we've talked a lot about the violence and we've talked a lot about the sort of um, yobbish nature of seagulls, <laughs> but we're forgetting <laughs> that they actually might be more artistic and more dexterous than we thought they were in, in the first instance. What we really need to do is get behind the reason behind the seagull. Just why seagull? Behind... That's the question we really need to Mate, ask. When we get to episode 100, <laughs> right, we should then do a, an offshoot series called Behind <laughs> the Seagull. Honest, I'm being serious, right? We interview seagull, psych- we try and find seagull psychologists. Oh my and we God. Try and get avian psychologists and we try and get behind the mask of the seagull. Who behind is the beak. seagull? Behind the beak! Behind <laughs> the beak! <laughs> Yes, behind the fucking beak. It's coming. Don't be angry, don't be pissed. Just sit there, burn it on your head. <laughs> I said before we press record, listeners, make it a good one. Yeah, I tried. Yeah, I, I <laughs> fucked it, boys. <laughs> I made it worse, much worse. But here we are. The, the, valley, the valuable return <sighs> of the old Lisky Tate. Yep. And I believe it would be your go at this point. That's I been seven weeks. Th- I think it is my go. Um, I have to tell you, I have had to curate my list because... <laughs> it was growing out of control. Seven weeks, it was like, <laughs> mate, the whole episode is just going to be me ranting of stuff on my hate list. Yeah. So I'm going to start with... Um, I was going to start with, sorry something about, you know, England and the football and Scotland and football and football and idiots. And, but instead, I'm going to go yeah, with, um, that now. with with Henna. So Henna tattoos. I mean, tattoos in inverted <laughs> commas. Um, now, I want to talk about it. I'm not talking about it when it is appropriate and is a cultural expression. I guess I'm talking about culturally reappropriating Henna. You're um, talking about white girls of henna tattoos. I'm just, you? it just looks shit. Like, no, I tell you what it is, right? It's henna. It's not henna on the list. It's bad henna. That's what it is. Right, Good henna, okay. appropriate henna, obviously fine. Bad henna. What's the point in it? It looks shit. It stays. It looks like my granddad's index finger and middle finger where he smoked 400 a day for 400 (laughs) years that's what it looks like but all over your fucking hands terrible um when live tv glitches so you're in the middle of watching something (laughs) 
and it comes from, and I'm not saying it can be anything, doesn't matter what it is, any kind of live televisual glitch. Um, Unacceptable. Terrible popcorn yield. <laughs> so when you are this cooking so microwave popcorn and you're, you've got to get that sweet spot of the, the kind of flailing bursts versus the burning of the stuff that's already burst and then you get out the bag and pour it in you just like there are kernels fucking everywhere <laughs> they, you, like a, like a 60 percent yield it's like what is that what's the point in that because you can't really <laughs> reheat the unpopped kernels of corn so you're just left with them see and this is why i don't like popcorn you don't, don't like popcorn no Popcorn is on my list entirely, no whether it be way. salted, buttered, fucking whatever. Wow. Toffee, yeah, wow, in the bin. Wow, wow, okay. Um, controversial. Um, <laughs> this is a controversial one. Um, the Simpsons. Oh, there wasn't an extra, there wasn't an add-on there. That was just The Simpsons. I mean, when I was a kid, I used to love The Simpsons. Um, yeah. And I don't know what it is, but every time it's on now, I feel like I'm going to have a panic attack. <laughs> I find it so... Over the Simpsons. I don't get it. Like, I don't get it. Because it's still, you know, there's still episodes that make me laugh. But every time yeah. it comes on, I'm just filled with hatred. And I don't know why. It's inexplicable. Like it stands for everything that you stand against. Yeah, which it doesn't. I mean, yeah, there's some there's some antiquated stuff in some of the older episodes, but like anything that's been running for twenty plus years, do you know what I mean? But it's just there's something about it which just really fucking stresses me out now. I can't watch it. I can't watch it now at all. Can't watch it. Um, Time lapse yoga videos. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, (laughs) because like we've got popcorn. The Simpsons, time-lapse yoga. I mean, basically, anything within the vicinity of your front room or kitchen is annoying you at this point. Well, I'll get there. But the thing is, <laughs> what, it's because I don't understand, right? I don't do yoga. Fine. I okay. think yoga's great, whatever. If I wanted to do yoga, your time-lapse video is not going to help me because you are not moving that quickly. I can't move that quickly. So what's the point? What What's the point <laughs> other than showing someone that you do yoga? Why do you, Why do people want to know whether you do yoga or not? Yeah. I don't get it. I might be wrong. If I am, babblementpod at gmail.com. Let me know because I might be wrong. <laughs> Tell me. Um, oh, this is, this is a nightmare, right? When and it normally happens in su- like a counter at a supermarket, you know the counters where you get your fags and your fucking lottery tickets and whatever other wonderful elixirs. They put yeah. when they put crisps in the fridge. So what? So you've got like a big fridge that's got like drinks and sangers and bags of fruit and fucking saurine and whatever, 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 and the yeah. crisps are also in the fridges. Why on earth? Would they do that? I don't know. That's why it's on the list, man. It makes no sense. Why to would me. people want cold crisps? Refriger- refrigerator crisps. Absolutely crisp. outrageous. Um, <laughs> I've got a few more. Sorry. Um, Jesus. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, I told you it's been seven weeks, man. It's been a while. It's been a while. I've got three, by the way. Just to... <laughs> okay. Well, that's fine. Um, 
walk past speed up. So someone's walking really slowly in front of you and you have to overtake them. And in order yeah. to overtake them, you have to walk faster than you would normally walk. So right. you end up kind of like look, looking like one of those power walkers. And then yeah. you kind of end up in front of them. Then you slow down again to your normal walking pace. But sometimes when you try to overtake, they move direction, they speed up. So then you're both walking faster than is comfortable for both of you for no reason. <laughs> um, in fact, I've got one more. so simple, but it's brilliant. Yeah, of course. Um, I've got one more left. Mm-hmm. Old white dad's obsession with Eric Clapton. <laughs> Why do all white dads love Eric Clapton? Why is it that after a certain age, like especially old white guys, can only listen to music with guitars in and nothing else? Like, I mean, why is it dad rock? Even to this day, dad rock. Like I brought up a few weeks ago, or a few episodes ago, yeah. I should say, because it's like probably about six months ago now. Yeah. There was a dad, and that's what I call dad rock. Yeah. DD. And on that were things like some 41. That's mental, isn't it? It's just like, oh my god. There's I think I mentioned this on a pod before, but if you want a game, if you're bored one day, turn on Planet Rock, wait till they announce the uh, bands and guess the songs. You will always get it right. Yeah. <laughs> it's literally like uh next up we have a, a deep cut from Leonard Skinner. You know, my sweet of Alabama then. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's like <laughs> fucking out. Yeah, so white dads, stop listening to Eric Clapton. <laughs> Anti-vax prick. Exactly. Uh, moving on to mine, then. <sighs> I needed that. <clears throat> do, you, do you feel exercise? Like the I have exercised some demons, yeah. Okay, well, I've only got one, which is relevant to all humans on the planet. Uh, and I'm going to say relevant in the way that we're all experiencing it. Pandemic is the only one that's resulted to it. Um, people that look at you like a twat for wearing a mask still. Oh, don't even get me started. Like, sorry, mate. Does my wanting to wear a mask affect your not wanting to wear a mask? Because I'm pretty sure I'm minding my own fucking business. Yeah. Maybe you should share me the same dignity and mind yours. Yeah. Trapo. Yeah, you know um, what? Fuck off. Yeah. If Darren wants to go to the fucking pub with his 20 Benson and Edges and go and get off of the nearest fucking prosy that he can, whatever he's doing, crack sex on, Sex worker, mate. sex worker. Oh, sorry. <clears throat> Sex worker. Yeah, come on. We're not those guys. No, we're not. That's up to him. I will not judge his, his movements or his actions whatsoever. No. At the same time, I want to put a little bit of cloth over my face because for whatever reason, it makes me feel like I'm either doing my part or slightly more protected against wayward germs going up my nostrils than the regular person. I've never agreed with anything more. So, yeah, just, just wanted to get that one out of the way. <clears throat> Delivery people that must deliver. Obviously, everyone's at home. Everyone's ordering shit from Amazon. It's getting delivered either by Amazon drivers or it could be UPS. It could be good old Yodel in their safety-first approach. But that shit needs to get delivered. Otherwise, the guy driving or, or lady or they them isn't getting paid. Right. Everyone wants to get paid, don't they, Ryan? So what do they do? Shit gets left on the doorstep. 
yeah. on a main road. Like, it's going to fucking stay there for more than five minutes. Oh, no. Things get thrown over fences, Dan Marino style. <laughs> fucking laces out. Ray wow. Finkel. Yeah. Boom, over the wall. Nice one. Or, like, the other day, when I was getting out of my car, I was getting the shopping out, and I'm on the roadside, so I need to lock my car while standing in the road. That's the way that I parked. And a delivery van parked, well, on me, essentially. I had my door open, and he parked so close I couldn't, like, open it enough to get the stuff out. But I'm stuck with stuff in my hands. Right. And I'm like, what the fuck's going on? And I turn around, and it's a, it's a fucking Amazon, not Amazon, a Yodel delivery dude. UPSing his way through. I'm not actually going to say it. Well, parcel forcing. Could be any of them. Any of these services. I mean, so what the fuck are you doing? Parcel oh, force seconds, is an apt name, isn't it? I'm going to force this parcel <laughs> down your fucking force. gullet, mate. He's parked in the middle of the road. Yeah. Like a main busy road. I live on quite a busy road. Yeah, and he just parked in the middle of it. And just trapped me in my car, essentially. I had to put my shopping bag down, slide back out the door, just so I could abuse him. <laughs> Unacceptable. Yeah, completely. Um, when places display certificates or awards that no longer mean anything. <laughs> now, I'm going to have to send you an image for this one, Ryan. But I, okay. I went to uh, Ferrum, which sure. is a nearby town. Yeah. <laughs> As you know, a classy area. It is, yeah. Full of culture. Uh, Full of <laughs> yeah, the, the kind you get in a petri dish. Yeah. <laughs> so so I went I went shopping with the wife, and we went to the toilet. And you know, against my best nature, I wouldn't normally use a public toilet because God knows what is going on in them. Yeah, but right. we had to go. And on the outside, there was a little certificate. Now, if I could just find that picture quicker than my vamping will allow. <laughs> <laughs> I can show you what the certificate was for. I can fucking believe it. Uh, right, where are we? So, here we go. I'm going to send this to you now. So this was hanging up in the uh, in like the hallway outside the toilets, loud and proud. First thing you see when you go to the toilets okay. in the is it the mall? I guess you'd call it. <laughs> Let's Shopping. go to the mall. Shopping mall Today. now. Yeah. I want you to pick out why I noticed this award, and I want you to also tell the lovely people listening what the award is called. Okay. Here we go. Sending to you now. Okay. Uh, so this is a an overall grade platinum. Yep. <laughs> I've just seen the date. Um, <laughs> and this is has sponsors such as Dyson as in Cosmo yep. Dyson, Visit Scotland, Visit England. Um, and it is the 30th anniversary of the Lou of the Year Awards. It is. Now, bearing in mind I took this photo no less than two months ago. Yeah. What year was it awarded to these toilets? Um, well, it's only valid until the 31st of December 2018. <laughs> so it's nearly three years out of date. I mean, presumably it was awarded in 2017 because there's a quite luxurious looking ribbon on the certificate that says 30th anniversary, 1987 to 2017. Indeed. So I wonder what have... the spread would be like at the fucking world loo conventions. The loo of the year, the volivants wow. and cheesecakes. Yeah, of course. Guaranteed. Wow. Guaranteed. Wow. Nothing that will bind you up. 
That is mental. Yeah, why would you still display that? And lastly, anime cartoon snobbery. Now, I I frequent Twitter quite a bit. It's my favourite of all the social medias because I get to shitpost to my heart's content. Yeah. There. And people get me. It's where people (laughs) get me, man. (laughs) Okay. But what I've noticed growing is, um, especially with like some of the creators passing recently, is that there's a lot of people that watch anime, whether it be um, Studio Ghibli. Have you heard of that? I, I have heard series? of Studio Ghibli. So My yeah. Neighbor, Totoro, uh, yeah. a vast Spirited variety Away? of others. Spirited Away is another one, yeah. I know so that these, one. Are, these are considered real famous, sort of like well-known titles in, in the realm of anime. Yeah. Um, I probably haven't watched anime since I was a kid. Things like uh, Ulysses 32 and I mean, Ghost of the uh, Shell. Yeah, fine. So, yeah. Already I'm getting niche on you, and I'm saying old shit, let alone the stuff that's on Yeah, there. yeah, I don't really know anything about it. This is my point. I dared to mention the other day that I didn't watch anime. You'd have thought, I'd have said, that, oh, I don't know, Hitler had some good ideas. Because the reaction that I got was vastly overwhelming on right. the side of how dare you not have watched anything you must watch I had, I had all sorts being thrown at me limitless infinite um just 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 names with no end <laughs> names wow. that mean nothing i was like <laughs> what's happening here why why is everyone just thrown but yeah it was it was like a tidal wave i wouldn't say i would say tsunami but that's probably inappropriate. Uh, geographically inappropriate yeah. um yeah it was a vast plethora in my direction of of people's telling me I should have watched them, but you know what? You, okay. you know what, right? You you tapping in. Let's 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 dig a little deeper in that because I think that is a an, an example of a much bigger issue, a much bigger problem. Yeah, let's get which to the real is problem, yeah, right? which is like uh, I guess like subjective versus objective judgment. Um, I don't drink coffee, for example. Um, I find some of the gentrification of coffee a little bit frustrating, but hey, you know what? Fine, fine. Okay. But when when the world was turning, um, I remember being in Bristol, going into a coffee shop with the person I was with, and they are a kind of connoisseur of coffee, so to speak. They enjoy coffee. They drink a lot of coffee. They know good coffee from bad. They'll drink bad. They'll drink good. Doesn't matter to them. And they went in and ordered um, a coffee whatever yeah and the barista said uh what blend could you sorry would you, go on can you just can you just hit us with um the way that you said barista again please i don't quite know how i said it i think i probably said it barista <laughs> um little yeah, accent um and the barista said um what blend would you like to the response was uh, what <sighs> blends have you got um, well, we've got a wonderful uh, Ecuadorian, which has a very supple and uh, earthy tones. Uh, we do also have a fine Nicaraguan, which does have a, a very pungent and uh, and stifling aftertaste. Um, this is what it was like. So the person I was with said, <laughs> I mean, whatever, I don't really mind, um, and ordered a coffee which didn't require milk, but wanted to put milk into the coffee. Right. As they were about to pour their own milk on the coffee that they paid for, 
into the coffee, the barista said, oh, <laughs> I would strongly recommend against that. This blend, the flavour profile of this blend doesn't really work that well with milk. So I would suggest trying it without. To which the person I was with responded, no, fine, I want it with milk. Um, and they said, well, <laughs> have you tried it without the milk first? Because you might not actually need it. And I wanted to say, sorry, could you just make a fucking coffee? <laughs> the flavour profile right? of this You make coffee. Bean. You make coffee. Just fucking make a coffee. I didn't ask for your life story. I don't want to know about your fucking memoirs. Just serve the coffee. <laughs> memoirs of a coffee crusher. Do you know what I mean? And that and, and to me, anime, coffee, craft beer, fucking yeah. vaping, anything that becomes gentrified and snobbish, stop. Yeah. Stop doing it. I don't care about your opinion. If I go in somewhere, then I actually, we've actually got a slight... If you can save me money, then fucking tell me all day long. <laughs> we've actually got this. It's just as good, but it's cheaper. I'll take it, obviously. Winner. Or I won't. Thanks. But don't fucking tell me, or anyone else, don't give me some kind of bullshit nonsense... You know, I don't care. I don't care. I don't go around saying to people, well, you don't want to teach like this because actually the Freudian flaprochenman is... At it's like nobody <laughs> gives a fuck. Just do the thing you're being paid to do and shut up. Well, there you go. It's nice to be back. Yes. I am the one who knocks. Wait a minute, sit right there. I want to tell you a little story about the people that work in customer-facing job rooms. I've had to put up with a lot of people's fuckery in the last two years. So I just, I just want to, I want to extend a, an olive branch of support to them. So maybe, maybe an applause for anyone that's worked in a customer service role or a cashier's role over this pandemic. What do you, what do you say, Ryan? Would you agree? I would 100% agree. I think we should give them a little round of applause. Yes. Yes, take a bow, take a bow, because you you bloody hearty people have put up with some bollocks. You've put up with the world forgetting how to talk to strangers without just thinking they're cunts. You've you've put up with abuse and non-mask wearing sweaty, spitty Darrens. You've put up with a lot, and uh, it's more than what I would be able to do. Hundred um, percent. And this this person who, who shall not be named who sent me. A, uh, a audio clip. I won't name them for fear of getting them vilified. Yeah, one of the listeners. Thanks, listener. A listener. A listener sent in a very short audio clip of what appears to be a answer message. Now, I assume they work in a call centre, everyone's favourite place to work. Yep. You've worked in a call centre, right? Uh, I haven't worked in a call centre, no, but I've, I've worked oh, in jobs lucky where bastard. I've had to speak to members of the public. Right, I mean, that's bad enough. I've worked in a call centre. It fucking sucks. It's like just a battery hen room of death on a phone. It's horrible. Yeah. Well, one person who has suffered such a fate got this message that you're about to play. Um, okay. Now, I, I listened to it once, and I want you to listen to it, Ryan, and I mm -hmm. want you to tell me what information you can gather from this very short answer receiving message. Okay, here we go. I have just received 
and text message with a load of rubbish on it, I am cancelling my bloody thing with you. You're not that much of bloody good fucking optician. Goodbye. <laughs> I mean, okay, so this person um, isn't very, hasn't got a very good command of language because he can't make up his mind it's as to which insult he wants to throw out there. My fan, my fan. You're a blood of bloody rubbish on it. I love the fact that this is obviously to some old bloke who's got a message that he can't read presumably, because he's absolutely fucking shit-faced. <laughs> so instead of just ignoring it like any level-headed human, yeah. he's rang the company back to abuse them as if the whoever's on the end of the phone has personally sent that message to him. That is fantastic. <laughs> I fucking love it. I think it's great. Can we just can we have one more round just so I can get that bloody fucking... Yeah, I'll play it one more time. Seven. I have just received a text message with a load of rubbish on it I'm cancelling my bloody thing with you. You're not that much of bloody good fucking optician. Goodbye. <laughs> it does get better. He can't. Uh, he can't sort it out. He's like he, he can't say words. <laughs> he can't say. He can't even decide if he's English or Australian at this point. No, it's it's bonkers. But you know what? I love it when people take time to complain or take time to, um, I guess, stress their frustration with something. Um, And I saw a review for, you know, when you go into the, like, petrol stations or whatever, and they have those little, like, weird elixir bottles of energy drink. So not just, like, a can of Red Bull or Monster or whatever, other brands available, but, like, a weird little bottle that's on the counter of, like, 400,000 units <laughs> of adrenaline or whatever. Well, this person took Bull one. semen. Yeah, yeah, this one took... This person took one um, and, let's just say, had some issues. So okay. this is a review that someone left for a five-hour energy drink. Every five hour energy. Yeah, so it gives you energy for five hours, I assume. Right. I mean, the picture okay. on the bottle is a silhouette of someone rock climbing. So, okay, that's what it enables you to do. So, okay. um, this person, Pen15 is his modica, um, has given this a two out of five star review. Everything's written in capitals for the regular berry flavor. He has said, okay. whatever you do, do not fill up a super big gulp cup with five-hour energy drink <laughs> and chug the whole thing. My heart has either stopped completely or is beating so fast that I can't feel my own pulse. And he's given a little pros and cons list. Cons, I haven't slept in 72 hours. I can't feel my face. I peed this morning and I'm pretty sure it was 99% blood. Pros, oh. I've deep cleaned my entire apartment. I can now read minds. <laughs> I love anyone who is willing to post a shitty review of something, whether that's on a forum, on a, on a website, or old school, like this gentleman that one of our lovely listeners sent in who bothered to leave a voicemail displaying their anger towards a situation. I fucking love those people (laughs) 
someone has to. If you'd like to give us a five-star review, you can go to uh, iTunes and put a five-star review and you can even tell us something that you Next like. Next to all the other ones. All the other five exclusive five-star reviews of this podcast. And you can join the Babbleman Platinum membership. That's what you can do, you <laughs> lucky little bastard. From Lou of the Year. <laughs> 2017. <laughs> So I have a couple of things um, that I wanted to bring up with you um, okay. for this week's uh, Are You Fucking Kidding Me? Um, okay. The first is a product. And I don't know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kind of assume the role of a salesman okay. and you're going to be the person who <laughs> I'm selling it to. Right, right? upsell. Yeah, Hit me. I'm going to try and sell it to you. Um, have you ever been in a situation, right, <laughs> where you're on the toilet and you think, look, this toilet paper just doesn't cut it? Have you ever been there, sir? <laughs> yeah. Well, my new product, um, I think, kind of bridges the gap between that and allows you a new way of wiping your anus. <laughs> what I have in my possession, and this is a real big opportunity for you, I have my brand new product, Shittens. <laughs> Shittens are a disposable mitten-shaped toilet paper alternative. Oh, my God. Disposable mitten-shaped moist wipes, safe for use on babies, pets, and adults. Because <laughs> poop is gross. <laughs> this is a real fucking product. Shittens. Shittens. Now, <laughs> what that is the equivalent of is putting on a glove and just kind of like clawing at the shit on your asshole. <laughs> it just feels really undignified. Right. Um, I'm going to tell this story just quickly because the other day I, um, I was caught a little short on my way back from somewhere. Okay. And I was like, oh, God, I need a shit. So luckily, en route was an uh, a, a, an Asda, Brighton Marina. If anyone <laughs> wants to go there, um, and I sort of did that thing where you're like, I'm only here to shit, but I'm gonna make it look like I'm not only here to shit. So I'm gonna I'm like to do other things the toilets well. are upstairs. So I kind of like casually stroll in, kind of walk up the escalator, and anyway, I have a shit. But as I'm having a shit, someone else comes in to have a shit. And this person, this man, is not in a good way. And I know he's not in a good way because he keeps making this sound. I'll see if I can do it justice. As if he's like really trepidatious about what he's doing. Yeah, he's having some moments. And this went on for about two minutes. And I just went, are you all right, bro? (laughs) 
<laughs> and he and I could I could almost picture him pausing. He's like, "Did he ask me that?" And he was like, "Yeah, not bad, mate." <laughs> it's like I just got to offer the, offer the guy some support. Um, yeah, is this a knowledge branch? Yeah, I was just like, "Come on, man, you can do. You got this, bro. You got this." Um, we'll do this I'm, together. I'm gonna send you now the the second entry to uh, "Are you fucking kidding me?" And this is a video. And I'm going to explain a little bit of context. And then, as always, Lee, you're going to explain what the video is. And I will also put it up on the Instagram. Um, mm-hmm. This is a video which is supposed to depict a workout to eliminate one's double chin. Now, you and I are fine because we've got a beard covering that motherfucker. But for those who can't grow a beard, though you, for the last 35 and a half years, would have had to have used this. Now you don't. Because that's how they should sell beards, isn't it? Do you want to cover yeah. your double chin? Grow a beard. It'll probably be inexplicably beard. ginger, but who fucking cares? Um, so I'm going to send you a video of a real advert for an exercise to eliminate the double chin. And Lee, you're going to audio describe what you see to the listeners. Okay, set. <clears throat> In this one, we have... <laughs> so okay right hang on i'm gonna run it back i'm gonna run it back so right so the first thing we see is a lady quite clearly burying her head into her own shoulders to create said double chin yeah she looks like she's got no neck yeah, and then in the second picture, it's a side-by-side. She's quite clearly just standing up straight. Yeah, so just normal. Less of an impression of a chin, right? Now, the, ex- <laughs> the exercise <laughs> consists of basically shoving a corn on the cob down your throat <laughs> like you're sucking on a dick. And then, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> doing doing the neck motions of a pigeon walking which gives the impression of you sucking on a dick so i mean basically suck dick for less neck double chins on your neck i mean I know you know what my question was saying. right what is the company they're not advertising a product unless they sell corn on the cob so what's the what's the advert for what's the company that's made this fucking advert what is it <laughs> <laughs> is it a chin-based exercise company? Like what? The, what the fuck? Oh my fucking god! What is what has occurred here? <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> you know what I said when I saw that video, Lee? Um, I imagine it would be very similar to what I would have said. Which is what? Um, well, it all depends if I can tell you what I would have said it to first, Ryan, because... Oh! Yeah. It's that kind of episode that where we've all got shit. It's carnage! Over. Fucking carnage! It's all over the place. Because I would have said that thing mm. to the information of the unluckiest lucky man in the world. So I'm I thought, intrigued. You've I'm going to do some research. Interest. Yeah, so, so, you know, I was interested. I was like, I wonder who, the unlu- who people consider the unluckiest man in the world to be. And I thought it would be someone we knew, like you know, it's like a politician or a famous person, an actor, something like that. But officially, the unluckiest lucky man in the world is a chap called Frank Selleck. Is he any relation to Tom? 
No. Okay. Spelt Selek. Selek isn't spelt Selek. It's spelt Salek, as in the Egyptian last name. <laughs> Although he's Croatian. We'll get there. Right. Fucking hell. All right. So this guy had seven brushes with death, and then he won a million dollars. Holy fuck. So in January 1962, while commuting from Dubrovnik to Sarajevo, the train, the train that Salek was on derailed into an icy river. 17 passengers lost their lives, but for Salek, he escaped with just a broken arm and minor hypothermia. Minor hypothermia, okay. The following year, yeah. a plane travelling from Zagreb to Reka lost its door due to a malfunctioning mechanism and crashed. Frank was sucked out of the plane and miraculously landed on a haystack while the other passengers were not so lucky. Oh, my God. Fast forward three years to 1966, and Salek is once again on the road. This time he's on a bus. The bus skidded off the road, nosedived into yet another river, and sank. Salek and a few others somehow managed to swim to shore, relatively unharmed. In the early 70s, Frank escaped from his car right before a fault in his fuel system caused it to burst into flames. Three years later, he found himself in almost the exact same position, except this time the flames were forced through the air vents, and of course, no injuries were reported, although he had lost a good portion of his hair. <laughs> what? Oh, yes, it carries on. In 1995, while in Zagreb, he was hit by a bus. Somehow, although he was walking as in a man-versus-bus situation, he escaped with minor injuries. So he thought, fuck it, I may as well drive everywhere. And in 1996, while navigating a mountain pass in an attempt to pass an oncoming truck, he swerved and flew off the cliff. Why not? The door flew open. Frank was ejected because, of course, he wasn't wearing a fucking seatbelt. At this point, he thought, what is the fucking point? He landed in a tree while watching his car fall a further 300 feet what to explosion. Fuck. And it seemed that in 2003, at the age of 73, Frank was, I don't know, let off the hook by the universe as he won the equivalent of approximately $1 million on the lottery. You wouldn't, now, you wouldn't want to go on a road trip with him, would you? You wouldn't want to go anywhere hell. with Frank. Basically, Frank is just uh, a fucking disaster. He's a hot mess. <laughs> waiting to happen. But I thought it couldn't get any more mental than that. I thought. Well, so did I, and I imagine so did the listeners. And I imagined everyone who, who's listening to Frank's story would think that that would be as mad as it gets. But no, it's not, because I found, uh, as soon as I found the pictures to references from, a chap who is possibly even more unlucky than Frank Salek. Although he hasn't got the official title, he did have something happen to him. Okay. <clears throat> Roy Sullivan, a former park ranger, holds the Guinness World Record for being a person struck by lightning the most. Okay. Roy has survived seven separate lightning bolt strikes between 1942 and 1977. Fuck it. And he also he's... lived through at least like three wars as well. <laughs> the 
the seventh time it happened. <laughs> we'll start at the seventh. That's yeah. the funniest thing. He was out fishing. He was hit by lightning in the head, badly burned, but managed to get his boat to shore. And then he was attacked by something. Attacked? Yes. But we're going to go all the way back to 1942, where from his lookout tower, his fire lookout tower, as he is a park ranger after all, he discovered that it had no lightning rod when a bolt hit the building, shot through the electrical supply, and burnt a half-inch strip all along his right leg, his toe, and made a hole in his shoe as he was stood just a few feet away. That was the first one. He was hit again in July 1969 while in his truck, which is unusual because normally when you're in a truck, you're relatively safe. It acts as a Faraday cage. But oh no, the lightning hit a tree, shot through the open side window of the truck, knocked Sullivan unconscious, burned off his eyebrows and eyelashes and set his head on fire. The uncontrolled truck kept moving until it stopped, hanging off a cliff edge. But he survived. <laughs> in July 1970, he was struck again, this time in his front yard, as lightning hit a nearby power transformer and jumped to his left shoulder, searing it like a, a nice steak. In spring 1972, he was working inside a ranger station. He was struck again. This again set his hair on fire, which he attempted to smother in flames of his jacket. And as he rushed to the restroom, he couldn't fit under the tap, so he used a wet towel in Ted. Uh, instead, sorry, in, in Ted. Ted. <laughs> in Ted. Who fucks Ted? Learn English with the babbleman. <laughs> Although he was... A fearful man, after the fourth strike, he began to believe that some force was trying to destroy him. Yeah, no he acquired shit. <laughs> he acquired a fear of death. For months, whenever he was caught in a storm while driving his truck, he would pull over and lie down on the front seat until the storm had passed. <laughs> and he also began to believe that he would somehow attract lightning if he stood in a crowd of people. He actively avoided crowds and carried a can of water with him in case his hair was set on fire. Now. Fast forward in, room, 1973. He's out on patrol in the park. He saw a storm forming and thought, fuck this noise. So he got out of there as quick as he could. But to his testimony, he says, the clouds seemed to be following him. <laughs> when he finally thought he'd outrun it, he decided it was safe to leave his truck. But soon after, he was struck by a lightning bolt. He said that he actually saw the bolt that hit him this time. As the lightning moved down his left arm, left leg, it knocked off his shoe, crossed over to his leg just below the right knee, <laughs> and travelled out of his toes. While still conscious, Sullivan crawled back to his truck and poured a can of water, which he kept there, because, of course, his hair was on fucking fire. <laughs> Fast forwarding again, 1976. This is all in, like, June as well, August. This is crazy. He injured his ankle... Uh, after receiving another strike, it was reported that he saw a cloud, which he thought again was following him, tried to run away, but was struck anyways if he was tripped by the lightning. And guess what, Ryan? <laughs> his fucking hair on fire. And lastly, strike number Why seven. Why did he just shave his head? <laughs> lastly, Saturday, June 25th, 1977. Sullivan is struck while fishing in a freshwater pool. The lightning hit the top of his head, set his hair on fire, of course, travelled down, burnt his chest and stomach, 
and then left his body into the water. Sullivan turned to his car after dragging himself back to shore, out of his boat, and to his vehicle. Something unexpected happened. A bear approached the pond and tried to steal the trout from his fishing line, which he still had hold of. At this point, Sullivan had the strength and courage to strike the bear with a tree branch. He claimed that this was the 22nd time he had hit a bear with a stick in his lifetime. Now, I'm going down to say that Sullivan is a more unlucky chap than Salek. But both of them make me say one thing, Ryan. Fucking hell. <laughs> what do they make me say? Are you fucking kidding me? I mean, they could both be just bullshitters, couldn't they? <laughs> Could you imagine? Yeah, just full of shit. It's got nutters. a full head of hair still. Yeah. Oh, how come it's not all gone? Let's keep Why haven't you shaved your head? Why don't really like the start? Oh, fucking nutters. <laughs> the end. Yep. The, the final frontier. Finale. The finale, the scene, the le shark scene. It's been, been alright, isn't it? Uh, yeah, it's good to be back. Good to be back. Yes. We um, missed you. We missed each and every one of your ear canals. Yeah, we did. And, now and we're 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 sorry, aren't we? Uh, uh, yeah. Okay. A little bit. All right, a we're, a li- we're, we're a little bit. Okay, we're, we're a mediocre level of apologetic. <laughs> we're the sort of apology that you wouldn't accept. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're like a up. kind of cursory courtesy um, apology. Like you kind of have to because if you don't, then you. you we're know. a thinly veiled friendship. Yeah, we are. We're like um, <laughs> we're like uh, one of those people that you see in the supermarket that you haven't seen for a while, and they're like, "Oh, we should catch up," and you think, uh, I, "I don't know." I've managed to navigate not seeing you for the past 10 years. Like, Forever. That was, that was on purpose. It was, we haven't lost touch. Do you know what I mean? Things didn't get lost in the mail. I just don't really want to see you. But, yeah, sorry about that. Sorry about that. I just really don't fancy yeah, I just don't like having anything you. to do with you. I, like you're a, I just don't like you. You're not a bad person. I just have nothing in common with you. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. So that kind of apology. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we, we can accept it all. Yeah. It's fine. Well, mm-hmm. I've got a little game. Perfect. I was playing a little game with a friend of mine. I thought, Hang on, so game, what? what are you talking another about? Friend. You've got not another friend. friend? Not a closest friend. Uh, closest. Closest. Best. You are the closest of all the best friends. Mm. You are the best of all the closest friends. Is that the better way around? No, I think closest, the best of the best. You're the best of the closest best friends. Yeah, okay, fine, fine. Acceptable. You're playing a game with some fucking mug, yeah, all right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was having a little game with a friend called Matt who decided between the two of us that we would try and one-up each other with the most uh, saddening movies that we could think of. Now, this game is called Bleak Busters. 
<laughs> Great. And you can only mm. name a bleak movie. Now, you can play it in a variety of ways. You could either do a one-upmanship, where you just simply name the bleakest movies until you get to the bleakest and no one can think of anything else. Okay. Or you can go alphabetically. Both of them are fine. Both of them are accepted in the official I bleak think alphabetically is a bit too hard. It is. Right for, for the for the layman bleakbuster, yeah. it is slightly too difficult. So we're going to go with a simple back and forth. Listeners, you can play That's along all. at home. You can play along at home. All you've got to do is name a bleak movie. Okay, cool. But right. if anyone says it's not bleak, you have to defend said movie. Okay. If you can't, you lose, you're out. Okay, fine. I will start. Okay. Of Mice and Men. Good one. Um, Painfully bleak. Is it, though? Oh, come on. I mean, yeah, okay, yeah, all right, fine. The story of Lenny, the man boy who doesn't understand he's just broke someone's neck. He was just trying to stroke a pretty hair. Yeah, okay. Curly and his loaded punching gloves. Come on, come on. Yeah, all right, okay, fine, yeah, I'll accept it. Um, Okay, Um, Schindler's List. Ooh. Painfully bleak. That's pretty bleak, isn't it? Pretty, pretty bleak. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go for The Big Finish. Now that's a very niche film. That, it's that a very niche movie, but was... because Kevin Bishop is in it, I can, I can, I can claim it. Yeah, because that he is, is a somewhat legitimate. Uh, of yeah, kind of. Okay, I'll allow that. Um... If you haven't watched The Big Finish, go find a copy of it. It's fantastic. Yeah, it's like a kind of weird student movie, but it's really, yeah, it's a really interesting film. Lee and I saw it years ago, didn't we? Um, or in fact, mm-hmm. you saw it and then I saw it. Um, see, this is the thing. It's one of those games where you're like, I don't know any names of films. So that's that's tricky. Okay, uh, bleak film. Um, Titanic? Oh, it's bleak. It's pretty bleak, isn't it? I think the bleakest part of the entire thing is the way that in the new, the newest version of Titanic, just after Celine Dion's finished her bit, mm. and Jack's floated off as an ice cube. Yeah, it cuts to the old lady, doesn't it? It does. Now, if I remember rightly, she was married, or due to marry, or had married, and had children with someone else since the Titanic. But at the end of the film, she says that she's waiting for Jack or meeting Jack in heaven. Yeah. Like, she completely eradicates her family yeah, well, that she's you, had. Yeah, because she feels guilty because she should have shifted her fucking ass on the door because there was definitely <laughs> enough room for both of them. That's that's why. It's guilt. She's a guilt-laden old prick. <laughs> that's what you get. That's what she is. She stayed up in the upper echelons. Instead of so have I won, then? The scum. Well, I don't know. I, I can ca- I can come back. I can hit you with a buried featuring Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, that is bleak. That's that's a pretty horrendous movie. Okay. I can even I, I'm gonna I've got another one to come back with straight away. So let's let's see what you got. All right, I mean Sophie's Choice. Ooh, <laughs> that's pretty fucking bleak. Pretty fucking bleak. Seven. Yeah. What's in the bags? What's, uh, in, what's the in the bags? bags? Yeah, that's of course, if you don't if you if you haven't watched these movies we're mentioning, go and ruin your life and watch them. I mean, <laughs> I think uh, if this doesn't win, Requiem for a Dream. 
Oh, <laughs> huge, huge movie. That is fucking bleak. Oh, um, I could hit you with an eternal sunshine of the spotless mind. <sighs> yeah, I mean, I don't think that's bleaker than Requiem for a Dream, is it? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I've got to really think. Let me think, let me think. Um, oh, how about Kez? Oh, yeah, Kez is, Kez is pretty, Kez is pretty bleak. God damn. Um, Razorhead? (laughs) Good one. Um, you can start getting obvious, like Forrest Gump or Apocalypse Now and stuff like that, but I don't want to say that. My, my entry will be, um, thinking see i want to say dead man's shoes but i'm trying to remember if it's at any point happy no i think i I did i was gonna say dead man's shoes that was gonna be one of my ones so i think you kind of have to let that go i think that's fine um i mean this is riveting audio but um (laughs) i'm thinking i'm gonna go with um i've got one i've got one life Life's life's bleak. I was going to say the last two years. You literally just took it off. Yeah, yeah. Says life. So that's good. (laughs) Nice positive note to end on. Everything's (laughs) fucked. We're all going to die. So you know, fuck it. Yeah, bleak busters. That's something that's going to run and run. (laughs) Fucking hell. Bet you're glad we're back, listeners. (laughs) Jesus Christ. On that note, I guess we should uh, say goodbye. And you're welcome for letting us ruin your life. Yeah, yeah. Thanks thanks for having us back in your ears, ruining everything. That's good. <laughs> Next week, cunt busters. <laughs> cunt busters. Just a list of cunts, one after the other. <laughs> Piers Morgan. <laughs> Boris <James> Johnson. <laughs> Warwick <laughs> fucking Davis. We've got the list sorted out there already. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, everyone. Bye.